Hey there. Uh, I have a date with Megara. Megara. M Meg. It's like Megan, but without the N, there's an R-A. She looks kind of goofy. She's uh, got some pictures here of her. You know, just being riding a horse through a pond. She said she was at a barn today or something. So I guess she works at a barn. I don't know. I'm going to find out here in a second. I'm going to meet her in 23 minutes over at the, at the old Starbucks. There's actually a frozen yogurt place next to it. Fascinating story, but that's... Uh, everything I say is not going to be awesome, just so you know. Perfect example. So what I... I'm going to read her... Um, her profile, Michigan State University. I went to Ohio University. Look at that. Michigan, Ohio. Uh, 32 uh, SUNY now. Her profile is this. I love dirty jokes, going on new adventures, and learning new things. Fair warnings. Total science nerd. Pro-vaccine. GMO friendly. I put gluten on everything. Did you vote for Trump? Question mark. No, I didn't vote. Do you feel like people need to chill out about the alt-right movement? Swipe left and save us both some aggravation. Oh, this is interesting. This is interesting. Good conversation is always preferable to small talk. I can be quiet at first, but don't let that fool you. So we have, I gave her my phone number, but she didn't use it because she said she only gets internet connection or something. Um, uh, I'm in an area where I get zero cell service. All right, that's a reason for not texting. So this could fall out. All right, so I messaged her first. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> I matched with her at the end of July and I didn't message her till like a month later. No, no, no. I messaged her that day, the end of July. It took her a month to reply. She said, we just, I said some stupid shit and then she said some stupid shit back. And then I said some more stupid shit at the end of August. And now here we are month and a half late. And this is what I said after a month, month and a half of silence and, and basically literally no conversation. So we don't know anything about each other. I just had this message, just fishing expedition, you know, just throw something, cast it in the water, see if maybe I, I get a bite. I just said, um, I didn't, out of the blue yesterday, I just said, so let's go do something. Grab copy with me. I think you're really cute. Just a really cute little lady. If we like each other, then who knows? And I put a little pregnant lady emoji. Yeah, that's right, Linda. Took that one from you. Yeah, we can both do it. We can both. All just learning. We're all just learning. That's all there is to it. And she said, such a slick gentleman, yada yada, where you think coffee. We set it up. She said 7.30, 7.10 now. So, she said she... I uh, need time to shower and change out of her barn clothes. So well, let's we'll see how this works out. I kind of hope I get stood up a little bit. I know what I really want is I don't want this one to tank, but I want the next one to tank. I want the next one to tank because they can't all be good, you know. So far, I've got a hundred percent good podcasts. I've done a hundred percent of my podcasts are perfect. I want one of them to go south. And now that I'm introducing a foreign element, it's exciting. I, I think there's a chance that this could be bad. A slim chance that this will not be perfect. But we'll see how it is. We'll see how it goes. Something so romantic about it. Hey, all you lovely ladies out there, I got a special jam coming up for you. This is a hot jam. This is for all the ladies in the place with style and grace. We can cut anything out, you know? <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah, anything you don't like, we can cut out. I'm not gonna cut it out. <laughs> so you're Megara. I'm just Meg. Meg, right. Um, yeah, you just told me uh, to uh, avoid the the possibility that a employer... Embarrassing, embarrassing issues with potential employers. Yeah, that it would be ever come back to you. 
I like that. Gotta be clever these days. That's true. I set everything up on private though. Like to see me, you have to have like a mutual friend. Oh, to I even do add. too, but you never know with some of these people. That's true. They are clever. Mm -hmm. Clever these days. All right. So you can just throw the yep. the cans on, as they as they say in the business. You actually, is this too loud? What are your levels looking like? Why don't you check? Um, <laughs> test, test, one, two, one, two. Oh, they're fine. Yeah. I just don't want it going to the red. Oh, no, I know. Yeah, but... Well, but I don't want them to be too low. That's mm. part of the thing. And sometimes it sounds a little bit louder in the... Why don't you go ahead and test? Test, test, one, two, one, two, test. I think we're good. I think you're good, too. Um, so, uh, why, don't you, why don't you talk a little bit about... Uh, uh, radio foul. I know. I know, you're right. Uh, you you know a bit about that because you used to work in a college radio station, is that right? Not even work. I just used to hang out in one because my dad worked at one. Okay, so this is not new to you. It isn't at all. Okay. What kind of show did you do? I actually did, so it was Sunday morning from like 8 to 10 a.m. and it was uh, Broadway tunes. <laughs> Uh, okay. So I would get a lot of very old people calling in and people coming off of whatever highs that they were on for the night before. <laughs> oh, so it was an early morning show? Oh, yeah. So you did show tunes at like 6 in the morning? 8 a.m. Sundays, you said, right? Yep. <laughs> All right. Which for a 17-year-old, you know, just who sees 8 a.m. on a Sunday? Yeah. 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 I mean, maybe churchgoers? Didn't do that. No? No. Never? Wasn't really raised with it. No? No. You you said you're on a farm, right? I uh, didn't grow up on a farm, but... But you are now? No, my horse lives on a farm. Your horse lives I live on... in an apartment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do you just, like, rent barn space? Uh, I do barn chores in exchange for space because um, around here, it costs as much as rent to keep a horse. Yeah, no, I, I could imagine. Um, I don't know anything about raising horses, but... I mean, so whatever you say, I'm going to believe you. Okay. <laughs> Um, it isn't really all that expensive, especially if you don't show. If you get them for free, that's even better. Also, I'm noticing that sparkly nail polish. That's great. You just noticed it? Yes. Thank you. I just got it from a friend at work. We it, traded. It's beautiful. Thank you so much. So tell me about you. Like, how'd you get into the radio? How'd I get into radio? Yeah. Um, well, that's a, that's a good question. Uh, thank you for asking. Mm. So I got, uh, I got out of the Navy and, uh, I wanted to do something and I'd went to community college before. So I had a two year degree. I wanted to go back and get my four-year, and the college that I dropped out of originally, you know, I'd already been accepted, mm -hmm. but I just had to go through a process of getting back in. So I went back in, and I had to decide, what do I want to do now that I'm here? Big question. And their journalism program is apparently, like, top-notch. Awesome. It's really good. And uh, I was up for a challenge, so I was like, I'm going to see if I can get into it. I'm gonna see. And they're like, well, if you want to get in, you have to volunteer. And you can do this, this, or volunteer at the college radio station. And I was like, well, that sounds good. So I went in and I started writing news for them. And, you know, as volunteers, they'll take any help they mm -hmm. can get. And so they basically walked me through to write regional news. And, uh, and I did that. And that's about all I did. I just wrote. But I did a couple things on air. And I did that for a couple of years. And then I graduated. And you just decided to keep going with it. No. Nope. 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 I, my first job was at a newspaper. I was there for about a year and it was pretty much the same thing, except not. I just wrote regional, 
sounds boring, doesn't it? No. <laughs> okay. No. All right. Well, I uh, I basically just wrote, uh, you know, just week at a weekly paper. I just wrote a weekly paper for local news, and I got really into like local politics. And then I realized after a year that they fired me, so I left. <laughs> was this around here, or was this? No, this nope. is in Virginia. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But it was a lot of experience. It was. Uh, it was like a tiny little office, and mm-hmm. like I lived in Richmond, but I had to drive a mile outside of Richmond to my job, or an hour outside of Richmond to my job. Uh, well, fifty minutes, but so it was kind of in the sticks of Virginia. All right, out towards the ocean. I assume that you know real estate and rents are cheap out there, so. Yeah. Well, my mom's place was very cheap because I didn't have to pay, so that's what I was doing. Oh, no, I meant like for the community paper. What do you mean? Oh, like uh, the the cheaper the space to actually like run the paper, the better. I I it had been there since 1872. Okay. <laughs> so that I think that's why I was there. And uh, yeah, they had the old printing press from the 1800s in there. Still, awesome. they had it in the back. It was really cool. Did they ever like fire it up, or was it just like a piece of you know relic? It was just a relic they kept in the back with all the other outdated technology. But it was this monster like metal. Just it was bigger than a grand piano, mm-hmm. and uh, they didn't have any of the type for it because you know you used to have to set the yeah. the little yeah the plates, and uh, that was a huge chore. But you could that was like a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Like you had to be like an artist with like setting the type. It would take I can't imagine how long it would take. From a Twilight Zone episode I saw, it looked like it took a long time. They didn't have Facebook or Twitter back then, so they just had time to do whatever. No, I'm I'm pretty sure they didn't. Are you sure? Yeah, they didn't even have, like, flip phones at that point. So, you know, if it took 14 hours to, like, set type. Well, how did they, like, you know, use Tinder or whatever? I think they actually had to talk to each other, like, face-to-face. I couldn't do it. No, it sounds horrible. It's so much easier just just to get online, just flip up your flip phone and... And just uh, be like, hey, let's go on a date. <laughs> Actually, it's it's much easier just to swipe left over and over again. So you're like, oh, this person's profile is hilarious. Is that? Yeah, that's right. That's why you that's why you uh, swiped right on me, right? Yeah. See? Thank you. Yep. Doesn't work on Bumble. No? No, like nobody swipes right on Bumble. But on Tinder, I get... A lot of matches. Tons of matches? A lot of matches. Well, I'm, I'm glad that I actually like get to go out with you instead of just like, you know, being forgotten in your message box. Exactly. You could easily be, I mean, you could have easily just been on the pile of, uh, eh, maybe laters, you know? I feel so special. Well, you should. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're really cute. And thank you so much for coming out. Oh, thanks for bringing me into your studio here. Well. On the first date. First date recording. First date recording. This isn't weird at all. <laughs> I feel like it is a little bit the mm. way you said that. It might be. Why? This isn't a normal first date thing at all. First What's a normal first date for you? Uh, it's usually a lot more awkward, actually. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you're, you're welcome. Yeah, anytime. <laughs> anytime. No, first no. date. It can only happen one. It can only happen this time. Well, you know, we can always just go get blackout drunk and then completely forget about this and go back and... We could. We could. We could, but I have to work after this. Oh, darn. I know. Because no one in radio drinks. I mean, <laughs> I, I could drink on the job, I guess. You shouldn't, though. I shouldn't, but honestly, nobody else works here in the middle of the night. I could do it. I could get lit. I could be lit and just stop at 12 mm-hmm. and then uh, kind of so- be relatively sober by the time the first person shows up at 3. Well, I mean, I, I'd be interested to hear the news for that next morning. <laughs> It'd be terrible. <laughs> Actually, probably wouldn't be any worse than it is. No. And it just maybe have a swear word in there, too, you know? Just 
full opinion op-ed inside the news piece like what the fuck <laughs> yeah what, okay. what is this it's supposed to be like really tight radio formatting like yep. three to four sentences this guys writing paragraphs what's going on <laughs> i can't read this this is garbage what are you doing are you drunk yeah 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 definitely yeah <laughs> no but it's a fun job but uh yeah so you're a dietitian that's, that's your thing uh, so yeah, all about the nutrition stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, the job that I had up until March was actually working with railroad employees in their wellness program. CSX? Yeah. My dad's a CSX uh, engineer. Oh my gosh. Does he work at a Selkirk? No, he works in, uh, West Virginia. All right. Yeah. Awesome. But so you actually worked with, uh, with railroad guys. Yeah. That's really fascinating. It is. It was a lot of fun. Do they listen to your advice at all? Sometimes they did. Sometimes. Sometimes. I'm surprised. Uh, <laughs> I know those railroad guys. They're they're pretty stubborn, just kind of stuck in their ways, you know. Well, I'm generalizing. No, that it's good to generalize because that's absolutely true. Mm, okay, I was on then. Mm -hmm. Okay, then my stereotyping worked out. Yes, yeah, sometimes right. it does in a non-offensive way. Well, I just know radio or uh, radio. I just know uh, <laughs> railroad people pretty well. So I've raised around them. So uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a fun bunch. Um, I was not expecting that when I first like took that. Oh, you thought they were fun. Interview. Hmm? You thought they were fun? No, I didn't even know that it was like for a railroad until like my actual in-person interview. Like they didn't tell me who the clientele was when I was like doing my phone <laughs> interviews. <laughs> and then you show up and it's just a bunch of dirty old engineers and conductors. Oh, and even better. It was signalmen. an on-site interview and it was uh, for a job briefing um, in the track shop. Track shop. So before all the track guys went out for the day. Okay. So they just like brought me into like this you know, room full of like 25 guys and they're like, all right, we're going to talk about high blood pressure awareness. And they're all sitting there in their car hearts, just yep. like, uh, I'm go out and smoke a cigarette. Yeah. All right, much. let's go. Yep. What do you got? <laughs> Tell us why we have high blood pressure. <laughs> so we can ignore it. Yeah. <laughs> but you said some of them did listen to your advice, right? They did. Make a difference then. I'd, I'd like to think I did. There might be a couple guys who uh, are still alive. Yeah. They get to be miserable on the railroad a little bit longer because mm -hmm. of you. <laughs> Oh, sorry. That's that's just my own personal bitterness coming out no. against railroad people. If your dad's still working there, I'm guessing you're you're aware of just how weird it is over there right now. I haven't talked to him in a while, actually. Oh. But uh, what's going on? Uh, well, new CEO and uh, board of directors came in. Okay. Uh, and that's actually why my program got cut because they they've just been cutting everything. It's like these guys don't need to know how to eat right. Well, it's more like we we don't need to put the money into this um, or into like all these other shops. Like they, they laid off so many people in the past few months. It's actually really sad. Mm, always comes down to money. So what's your favorite color? Blue. Why? Why Why not? No, that's a fair question. Something that I just get dra you know drawn to. Okay. As opposed to other colors. The only reason I ask is because uh, that's like one of the first decisions we make, mm -hmm. you know? And uh, I feel like it might say a lot about you. So did you choose blue when you were really young? Yes. Okay. Almost always. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember why? It, again, it was just like the color that I kept wanting to look at. Okay. Because most girls will say pink or something like that. No, I hated pink. Okay. Like I actually remember getting very upset with my mom because she painted my room pink. Okay. Okay. What's your favorite color? Green. It's a good color. I like it. But I remember the reason I chose it mm -hmm. was because all the boys liked blue. But I did like green, but I just didn't want to be like you wanted the, sa the same, you know? Like I kind of wanted to be an outlier. You wanted to be unique, like even at a young age. I just, yeah, I guess it's weird. And it's not like something where it's like, I'm just so different. I wanted to be different. I'm not saying I was different. I just wanted to be different. So uh, I mean, that has something to do with the nail polish. I don't know. I don't know. It works. Does it? 
I mean, it's it's not too much. You know, it's just a nice silver. Um, it doesn't like clash with your eyebrow ring, but it definitely, it, you know. This one? Yeah. Okay. There, there's. Is there another one that I'm not seeing? Another eyebrow ring? Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> but no, I mean, I think it's great if one guys to wear nail polish, but usually they choose like a very black, right? Either like that, dark black, or they'll go like you know way too girly. Like they'll do it with color pink that even I can't deal with. I haven't done pink. Mm. I've done purple though. That's fine. Yeah, I, I started doing it because uh, honestly, honestly, uh, the main reason I started doing it is because my daughter, her mom's like a tomboyish type, and she just never do her nails. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why don't you do your nails? I don't do nails, right? And so I was like, you know what? Damn it! I'm gonna do them with her. I'm gonna learn how to do it, and I'm gonna do it with her. And then, uh, and I started doing it, and it was really cute. And I wait tables on the weekend. All right. And so a lot of people ask about it, and when I tell them it's my daughter, they go, "Oh my god, my tips go up." I'll bet. So it's uh, it's one of those things like. Uh, no, that that's a good, good yeah. way to do it. No, and I like it. I like the way it looks. Mm-hmm. I do. I do. I uh, it's, and it's fun to do. And why should girls be relegated to? you know, having that fun activity. It's a lot of work, though. It is. I see you don't have, but it's not, it makes sense. You work at a barn. It's a, it is a, it's a lot to... Well, I mean, I did. Um, the problem is, like, I because I do a lot of manual labor stuff and yeah. things with my hands, um, I did have my nails painted until two days ago because literally, like, I got done with chores and I had, like, half an inch missing off of each nail. Yeah. But, you know, they were the same color as my toes. Oh, now you're... Oh, okay. So you got, like, a, a nice little turquoise mm-hmm. green. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Okay. My toenails aren't done at all. Oh, I know. Well, no, I got a little bit of blue still left on this one. They were done, but toenails, you know, it's just, they flake and then, yeah. See, I have a lot more, you know, these these have been there for like three weeks now. Really? I'd say, yeah. They do seem to last longer. I don't know why Mm -hmm. that is. Even during the summer when you're wearing sandals. Yeah. Yeah. I think I painted this toe like three months ago or something, and there's still... Nothing wrong with that. So does your daughter paint your nails too, or is she not quite at that stage? She's not quite there. I have to do it for her. Okay. But she has a lot of fun doing it. Mm. She loves it. And now her mom's like trying to, I think her mom kind of feels a little upstaged, you know, so she's starting to do it too. Now she's doing it, you know, it's kind of a adversarial thing Mm. I think it's become, which is, it's fun. That's fun. All right. Mm. So I wasn't going to ask right away with that, that picture of the little girl. Yeah. That's yours? That's her. She seems very cute. She is. She looks like a troublemaker though. I don't know. I mean, she's defiant. I'll say that. She's defiant. I don't know about a troublemaker, but if you tell her to do something, she'll want to do the exact opposite. All right. She's already she's already rebellious. She's already got a personality, you know? How old is she? She just turned four. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, eh, you know? Like, does she just start questioning everything you want? Like, give you that, that side squint? Just, I don't know. Kind of. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, she, well, she'll just... Um, Okay, like a good example would be like if you if you ask her to sit down with you and do something, she won't want to do it. You know, she'll just be like, no, I want to play. Mm-hmm. But if you just start doing something, she might come over and be interested. But she can see through a lot. She can see through a lot of my bullshit, which is pretty good. That's pretty good. She's, she's on to me. I feel like most people really underestimate kids in terms of like yeah. just how smart they are. Yeah, they see a lot. Yep. They really do. They pick up on a lot, but they really, yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though they don't have the words, I think there's something there. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't have any myself, but I like I'm I'm kind of entertained by them. Yeah. I'm also really glad when I go home at night and I, like there isn't a small child in my house. Mm-hmm. Well, she was unplanned, you know. Yeah. It happens. 
but I'm really glad I had her. Happy accident. I, absolutely. Absolutely. Trust me. Huge, huge stumbling block in my life, mm -hmm. but I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Awesome. I love her so much. It's good to hear. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm so, I don't regret having her, but my life would be way easier if I didn't have her. That's a fact. I mean, my life would be easier if I didn't have the horse, but I wouldn't be as happy. That's true. Your rescue horse. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Oh, we didn't talk about the rescue horse here. Oh, yeah. Yes, I have a rescue horse. His name is Phoenix. Phoenix. And he's an ex-rodeo horse. If what? you ate a steak between the year 2005 and 2010, that horse helped lead it to slaughter. <laughs> well, he also helped to get vaccinations and move to the right pen to get dinner. and. Yeah, but he also is kind of like a cow mass murderer. Yeah. I think he's okay. Or an with accomplice. That. Yeah. Okay. All right. He still enjoys chasing cows. Oh, well, that's good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's still got the killer instinct in him. He's still kind of, it's a little thirsty for blood. Or, or just the straight hunting. I don't know if he could actually do with blood. What do you mean hunting? I mean, just like, you know, the chasing and, you know, making them like go left instead of just going right, which is what they want to do. Okay. You think it's a control thing for him? Absolutely. Okay. He likes it? Mm hmm. Oh, okay. That's fun. If he gets bored, he actually uh, herds his uh, pasture mate around. So, okay, all right. So we matched on Tinder mm -hmm. a while ago, and I think we had like a brief exchange. Very brief. And then we had an even, an even more brief exchange when I was just like, "Hey, I think you're cute. Let's go on a date." With the really awkward little emoji at the end. The pregnant lady. Yeah. Emoji. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny. Yeah. Actually, the uh, first girl who was in here, she said that she sends it out for fun, and I just jacked it from her. That's brilliant. She jacked my idea for the uh, profile. I looked at hers afterwards, and she changed it, mm -hmm. and it's eerily, it has some eerie similarities now, and I'm like, all right. Strange. It was one of those things I was like, I don't know how to feel about this, but you know what? Feel complimented. I'm, I, that's exactly it. That was exactly it. I was like, you know what? That's fun. Yep. All right. You know what? I don't have any ownership to that idea. No, actually, I showed your profile to a few guy friends of mine who are also on Tinder. Yeah. And they weren't having any luck because they had like very nice guy profiles. Yes. Like, no, you've got to let some of your personality come through. Like, this person, I have no idea. He might be a psychopath murderer. I don't know. You don't but know. I laughed when I actually like read his profile. So swipe right. That's it. That's it. I just like, I was doing the nice guy thing. Like, hey, like me. Hey, look, I do this. Wait, I see a lot of other guys seem to be writing this type of thing, so I'll write it too. Mm -hmm. I did that for a long time, and it wasn't uh, really panning out for me. And I was like, uh, just one night, I was just like, um, fuck it. And I just sat down, and I just wrote the funniest thing I could, th like, I was just like, had fun just writing it. I was just like laughing as I was writing it. I just made the worst profile I could, mm -hmm. like everything that a girl wouldn't want. And then immediately I start getting matches and I was like, huh, look at that. Hmm. And I just kept it. Well, it, it was a nice balance between that and then your pictures, which aren't just like the gym douchebag, like shirtless <laughs> shots, which definitely, you know, with that, the profile plus that type of picture just would make you think no. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, uh, I did the shirtless for a couple months and then I was like, what the fuck am I doing? What am I doing my life? <laughs> This isn't me. Half naked on the internet. Yeah, I'm just whoring myself out, saying, please accept me, like me, my physical appearance. I've been at the gym. Can't you see? I've got my shirt off. <laughs> but honestly, there's something to be said about the fuck it attitude. Mm -hmm. And it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot more fun to say fuck it and not take it seriously. I mean, hopefully you're attracting other people with that same type of attitude and not just, you That's know, horribly thing. damaged women. Yeah. Yeah, I, like I said earlier, I get like no matches on Bumble, but mm. Tinder, 
I get a lot of matches, and I don't know why that is. See, I'm not on Bumble, so okay. I know that it's like Tinder, but the chicks have to like you know do the the initial yeah message, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, I do get matches, just not not even close to the same number. And hmm. I I think it I don't know what it is. I think I think girls like hmm, I don't know. I I want to say, and this is just my gut feeling mm. that uh, a lot of girls have the attitude that like. Bumble is like more for like boyfriend material. Maybe. You know? Just from the girls I've seen on there, it seems to be like a different, like a more, I guess, bougie type is the term I would use. Because I like to say bougie. The women that I do know that are on Bumble are, are very bougie. Yeah? Yeah. Like they're they're definitely like, you know, they're holding their pumpkin spice latte and they're yeah. wearing their Uggs and they're on Bumble. Yeah. They've got a, they got a picture of them climbing a mountain. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe skydiving. Yep. Um... What's the other one that I see a lot of? Uh, mm, there's one that's escaping me. But it's definitely, like, them on the beach, them doing just, like, I mean, just being around a lot of other, like, sorority girl-looking types. All right. So, like, you know, the Instagram model-type pictures. Type pictures. Yeah. Like, that whole thing. Like, they, they're more concerned with, like, status. Yeah. I'm adventurous, and I'm interesting, but I'm also pretty, and I have these things. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's fun to look through it, because it's a completely different attitude. Mm -hmm. Because I think on Tinder, I mean, there's definitely, um, I don't know, what's the, what's, what's the term I'm looking for? There's a reputation. It's got a, yes. it's got a bad rap, I'll say. And maybe rightly so, in some, in some cases. In some. Um, the, so one of the guys I was showing your profile to, he he actually didn't match with this chick. He's like the worst uh, female profile that I've seen so far was uh, he like clicked on it and, and the only thing that was written in there was this ass isn't going to eat itself. <laughs> you say that's the worst? He said that was the like the the one that made him laugh the most and the one that like he swiped left on so quickly. Couldn't swipe. <laughs> I would have to talk. I'd have to swipe left or right just to talk to that girl yeah. just to see if it was like the I'm coming from. If it's just like. Just fucking see what happens. You know, this makes me laugh. Let's see what happens. No, because it like the actual like profile picture was just, you know, and it's, he's like, I don't think it was a bot because, you know, it wasn't that nice of an ass, but it was just like an ass in like thong bikini. That's hilarious. Yeah. But actually that whole thing of um, it, it wasn't a bot, right? Mm -hmm. Because it wasn't that nice. I disagree. I think that yeah. might be why it's a bot, because a lot of a lot of guys are kind of savvy to the fact of like, if you, if, you know, some guys just swipe right on every picture, mm -hmm. right? I try to make a habit of not doing that because it's a bad attitude to have. But I I do know a lot of guys who do that. And uh, a lot of times, the and, I, and I've done it just as an experiment, just to be like, what happens? Mm -hmm. What is this going to, what's going to happen here? Yeah. And uh, sometimes the only match you'll get in doing that practice is like a super, super hot girl who starts messaging you immediately. Hmm. And then you're like, oh, wait a second. Something's up here. I had a... Um, I had an hour-long conversation with a bot once. Really? Yep. Did, but like, were you, were you aware that no. it was a bot? No. That's the thing. What? That's they, the they scary thing. They are getting thing. smart. They just knew exactly what kind of message a guy is generally going to send first. Mm -hmm. So they have it set up so that the second, like, the message that they return is kind of vague, but it's usually going to be like, oh, hey, what's up with you? Or something like mm -hmm. that. And then your message is going to be like, oh, whatever. And it's be like, oh, okay, that's cool. I'm just chilling at home, whatever. And then you go, oh, okay. you know. And then it kind of, like, leads this... I don't know if they have like alternate branches, like if they can read kind of what you're going to reply or they just know. I think they have the branches thing. They might. But at the end, I started being like, wait a second, what's happening? After like an hour, I literally pulled over my car. I was on my way home. I was like, what's happening here? You know, like, and I so I start messaging her. And then at the end, she's like, 
well, you need to get verified on Tinder Plus before I'm going to meet you. And I was like, Tinder Plus, what's that? Tinder Plus is this blah, blah, blah. Here's a link, oh. yada, yada. And I was like, Tinder Plus verified. Okay. Um, but what if I don't do that thing? That's not a thing that I do. Yeah. She's like, well, I just need to make sure you're not a serial killer or whatever. And I was like, that's fair. Let me look at it. And I looked at it. And it was clearly an advertisement. Mm -hmm. And I was like, um, I just wrote back like blueberries or something. <laughs> And she's like, okay, so we'll meet up as soon as you get Tinder verified and just sent me the thing. And I was like, horseradish or something like that, <laughs> you know? And I was like, and then she's like, so did you get Tinder verified yet? And I was like, oh, damn it. <laughs> I'm the stupidest man alive. <laughs> oh, I'll pretend that I'm a bot sometimes if the person starts annoying really? me on the messaging. Oh my yeah. God, that's so funny. How do you, what do you do? Um, well, I'm, you know, it's actually not really pretending so much. It's just like making fun of the whole bot thing. I'm like, because I've. From what I've seen, they tend to say things like, oh, hey, sweetie, how are you doing tonight? Well, you get botted as a girl? Um, No. Okay, no, I don't, don't think have... so. Not they yet. don't need to target girls, really. We also don't really have to pay for most dating sites. That's so... true, yeah. But, um, yeah, so they'll if the guys start getting really annoying or if I'm just bored, mm -hmm. um, you know, he'll say, like, so do you want to meet up sometime? I'm like, well, I'd love to, but my programmers haven't given me a body yet. <laughs> <laughs> do they buy it? Uh, at least one of them has been like, oh, haha, ha, that's funny. So, you know, what else are they programming you to do? Like, they haven't been programming me for emotions yet. <laughs> that sounds nice. That's funny. Okay, so you go like the jokey route. Yeah. Okay, all right. Okay. That's a good idea, though, just to see what would happen if you did. I'm going to do that now. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that with someone. I almost feel like I should, like, have a, one of those, like, pay sites that I can just have them click onto. Like, maybe I can make some money off this. Oh, that's a good idea. But it's Smallbany, so if they're, like, in the area, they small might run bunny. into me one day. <laughs> hey, have you had the Smallbany experience yet? No, I'm not from around here. Oh, how long have you lived here? Year and a half. Yeah? Mm -hmm. All right, so in, like, another six to eight months, like, once you have, like, a friend base established, you're going to start getting a lot of, like, common connections on, like, Tinder and other things. Okay. And literally, it's going to get to the point where you can't go and, like, meet someone new that no one else, they, like, your friends don't also know somehow. Okay. Yeah. That's the small bunny experience. Okay. I mean, I do have I do have friends, but, like, they're mostly at my other job, mm -hmm. you know? And it's, like, all in late, or, what is it? Uh, is it? No, Colony. It's, like, all in Colony, but they are spread out a little bit. I mean, but, like, honestly, like, I don't Facebook friend too many new people. Like, it's usually just, you know. I work weird hours, so I, I just kind of. Well, even if it's not Facebook friends, like, inevitably, you will meet someone around here that, like, one of your other friends knows somehow. Oh, you mean like common connections on yeah. Tinder? Okay, okay. I've run into a few of those. Mm -hmm. It's really weird. I ran into a girl who was a common connection of my college roommate when I was 18 in Ohio. Weird. Because he's from Boston. Okay. And I forgot about that. But yeah, Aaron's from Boston. And I'm, and like, we we were friended each other in like 2005. Mm -hmm. And so I just like got common connection, Aaron. I'm going to say his last name. But I was like, uh, I was like, how do you know him? Boston. I was like, oh, she's like, yeah, I'm in Pittsfield now. I'm like, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little area. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm from a way little -er area. Yeah. Small town? Yeah, it could be smaller, but it was, um, it was Marietta, Ohio. Okay. That's where I'm from. And yeah, it's 16,000 people or something. It's it's right two hours south of Cleveland, uh, two, two and a half hours, like... Uh, north or south, uh, southeast of Columbus. All right. Right on the border of West Virginia. And so it was a different, it's a whole different thing. Like I've heard people up here be like, oh yeah, this place sucks and blah, blah, blah. I can't wait to get out of here. I was like, 
I get it. I'm from a small area, but this is like way, uh, like a way big improvement on where I'm from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like people back home would be like, oh, the big city, you know? There's so many stores. How I, do you choose where you shop? I know, right? It's not this little downtown area or the mall. It's it, The mall is everywhere pretty much, especially in Latham. Is it? Take a drive around here, like Clifton Park sometime. Like, it's all just strip yeah. malls. Yeah, no, strip malls. Yeah, oh, for sure. For sure. I kind of like Clifton Park a little bit. It's a little weird. Yeah? It's Because I lived in uh, Long Island, like the Suffolk County area for Did you really? a year. Yeah. That's one of my markets. Oh. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it was just one of those places where, you know, oh, I'd love to go to, like, a small restaurant. And you wouldn't be able to because it was just, like, all chains In everywhere. Suffolk County? Yeah. What part? Uh, like, Nest concept like near Stony Brook. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Like it was otherwise, you know, nice enough place to live, but you know, it was very, you, there were no like back roads if like there was traffic. It was just like the one main road and then a bunch of cul-de-sacs. Okay. So that got annoying because I'm used to, you know, I'm from, you know, upstate New York, a smaller town too. So, you know, mm-hmm. if, if that one road is blocked off, there are like five other options. All right. Did you like uh, Long Island? I like parts of it. Okay. Um, You know, the closer you get to like, you know, the Hamptons, um, Shore area, it gets a little, a little more spacious, a little more quiet. Yeah. Uh, not so much like the Na- Nassau County, I think, like, beginning part. It's just, it wasn't my thing. Did, wait, so, uh, so Stony Brook, that's, that's like, kind of towards the border, right, of, like, Nassau and Suffolk, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Okay, so you weren't, like, out towards, like, um, Montauk or whatever. No, I'm not a millionaire. Oh, I don't know. Okay, I didn't know that's how it was set up, like, the farther out you go. Is yeah. The, okay. The more expensive it gets. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. See, now I do. I mean, it makes sense because they have to truck everything out farther and farther. But also, like, you get bigger properties and you get people who just go out there for the weekend and have houses that they just use on the weekends. Yeah. The best uh, the best day I had in the Navy was when we were in, like, uh, it was, like, it was, like, uh, west west um, Long Island, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, buddy had a, a little beach house. His dad did. And so, like, six of us went out there. And uh, we spent an entire day because we were going to drive up to, like, uh, it was, like, it was like Montauk because that's where mm-hmm. the ferry was to get back to Groton, Connecticut. And uh, that's where we're stationed. And there was, or it's New London. Or no, yeah, New London. and But Groton's right yep. there. So we decided to like, just going to drive up, drop this one dude off to go back and then drive back. But we ended up stopping like every 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And there was so much shit to do. It was so much fun. We went yeah. to like a little Greek restaurant we went like to a little antique bookstore little antique store vineyard like we stopped like every 20 minutes and it ended up taking the entire day and there was like three or four of us that went and the other two were like uh, all hung over they're like hey, i don't want to go and we got back they were so jealous when we told them about our day we're like it was so much fun they're like well, well you know we would have liked to have gone we're like we invited you we didn't know it was going to be like that I'm like we didn't either man it was a lot of fun that's why you gotta power through every hangover yeah exactly unless you- you're literally about to die yeah hangovers aren't fun mm-mm and you, like, you're 30 now, or are you about to turn 31? Or about is to turn just... 31. Oh, okay. So have you experienced the, uh, you know, 30s hangover yet? I... Explain. So, you know, I didn't really have hangovers until I turned 30. Really? Yeah. Like, I would wake up like, oh, my head hurts a little bit. My stomach feels weird. I'm going to have breakfast. Oh, I'm all better. No, I had, like, my first I think I'm dying hangover when I turned 30. See, I found it almost to be the opposite for me. Oh, yeah? I used to have the worst hangovers when mm. I was like... Uh, 18 to pff, I don't know mid late 20s now it's like if I if I'm hu- like I usually I don't really drink to the point of like hangover hangovers 
but uh, I do wake up feeling bad sometimes. But like I, I got like alcohol poisoning when I was oh, nineteen. God. Everclear, 190 proof. Oh. Uh, I was in Wisconsin. This is back when there was only a few states that sold the 190 proof. And these Wisconsin boys I was out there with, they were just, they were just like they had a bottle of Surge soda in one hand and oh, a God. bottle of 190 Everclear in the other. And they're just like, boom, shot of Everclear, boom, wash it down with Surge. Oh my God. And I was 19. I was buck 30. You know, I was 130 pounds. It's height, a skinny. So you probably should have had like half a shot. Probably. But it didn't, for some reason, and I really don't know why, it didn't taste like alcohol. It tastes like water. It was going down like water. I was like, I was like, Are you, this is, this is like goes down so smooth. They're like, huh? And I was like, I don't know. And I'm just like drinking shots. Like, uh, I remember at one point this one dude was talking to me and I just hold the bottle up and started chugging it. And he's like looking at me with like deer eyes. Just like, what are you doing? I'm like, it's all good, man. And it was not all good. Well, it's. Alcohol can only absorb in your stomach at yeah. a certain rate, right? So I put so much in my stomach that I left the party. I'm like, all right, guys, see you later. I'm pretty, I'm kind of, I'm pretty drunk, right? And I go back to my apartment with all the Mormon. It was a Mo- half Mormon company mm-hmm. that I was working with for the summer. Went back to my apartment with all the Mormon roommates who were just dry as a bone, yep. you know? And they're watching a movie. And I just start getting drunker and drunker and louder and more obnoxious. And uh, to the point they had to cut off the movie and babysit me. And uh, vom- apparently vomited all over the uh, bathroom and uh, made a, a complete, complete ass of myself. And this is 2007, uh, no, six. And they were they had flip phone videos of me just doing the most. They put eyeliner on me oh. and uh, I let them. The video seems to, it well, looks like I let them. Yeah. I mean, you were drunk. Yeah. But the next day, uh, I probably should have gone to the hospital. But the next day I woke up. And uh, I felt like I was dying. Mm-hmm. I couldn't drink water. Yep. I couldn't drink water. My body was, I, I'd like put water up to my mouth and start to drink it and, and I'd start throwing up whatever I could. So it was dehydrated. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was, uh, it was. Whew. Was it a learning experience? Like, did you do it again? Never or? did it again. Okay. Never did that again. Smart puppy. I mean, not with ever. I mean, I never got that drunk again. Yeah. I still drank more than I should and had plenty of hangovers, but never to that point. That scared me enough. Mm. See, I've never had the one where I can't even drink water. I'll have the one where like I can't eat all day. Really? And I only had that once. Okay. Yeah. And was that in your 30s? Yep. That How, was... What were you drinking? Uh, Everything. <laughs> Went out with a couple of friends and yeah, it started with... It, we did not follow the, you know, whiskey or, you know, liquor and then beer and yeah. wine. It was the beer and wine. Oh, look, we'll, we'll do some shots. This is what you do. Classic no. mistake. It was also a bachelorette party, but... Um, oh, well, it's excusable. Yeah. <laughs> You're supposed to get way too drunk at bachelor parties. It, it was still not parties. fun. No, no, it's not. But, uh, so did you black out? No, I've never actually blacked out. Mm. You're missing out on one of life's greatest. No, I don't think I no, have. No, I'll explain why. Okay. Okay, so normally you have, an, uh, you have a pretty good idea of uh, what happened the night before, right? N- normally you have a pretty good idea of what everything you did, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it may be skewed or biased, but... You can still recall, like, we went here, then here, then here, and yeah. these things happened. But I think that's why the movie Hangover was so good, because people can relate to that. And it's that sometimes your life, the next day, there's an entire period of time where your life is a mystery, mm-hmm. where your actions are a mystery. You have no idea what you've done. And uh, trying to piece it together from witness testimony just really trying to find evidence of receipts in your pocket, looking at your bank statements, where did I spend money? Uh, you know, uh, um, injuries, scratches, mm. uh, cuts, bruises, missing shoes, 
Why did that happen? Where did that happen? Where are my keys? These things, it's, it's, it's terrible when, when it happens, but it's fun to piece the night together. And then you get told what you said, inappropriate things you did, mm. and it's sometimes funny, sometimes it's horrifying. But you still kind of get a free pass because you were blacked out. Exactly. Well, to yourself. Um, and some people do, but some people, I almost lost a friend, like a good oh friend once. like Because it was so so bad like literally i was walking out of the bar and i and i was really drunk and i got two shots of mezcal and he lines up these two like double shots and i'm like fuck it boom boom pounded them walk out the bar hook a right and that's the last thing i remember until and, and my friend was supposed to drive us home until we were about a mile and a half two miles away on foot and he's trying to give me his shoes because i kicked off my shoes and I said they were holding me back, apparently. Okay. And he was trying to give me his shoes because my feet are all sliced up. And I'm like, no, you just give me one so that you can have one, too, and I can have one, too. He's like, that doesn't make sense. He's like, no. I was like, no. Apparently, I was like, no. I mean, that way we can each have a shoe. Drug logic. It made sense at the time. Yeah. And then go back to blackout. Next time I came to was when a cop was there. Mm -hmm. And uh, my buddy's sobered at this point. And uh, he was like, uh, well, you know, um, if he if he if he's making any more noise, we're, I'm, we're gonna have to arrest him. No, his house is right around the corner, officer. Because uh, like the adrenaline just kicked my memory mm. back into. But uh, he's like, if he does, if he's like this anymore, if we get any more complaints, we're arresting him. And I woke up the next day and I'm laughing about it because mm -hmm. I don't realize what hell I put him through the night before because I threw my keys. Mm -hmm. I was so drunk. I was like, I don't want to drive home. Like uh, you know. Uh, so this is, I'm going to make sure he's like, dude, I'm supposed to, he said, I was like, dude, I'm, I was supposed to drive you. I'm basically sober. I had like two drinks. He's like, I'm basically, I'm good to drive. I'm like, no, I don't want to drive. I was going to drive, dude. And so he had to babysit me and walk oh, me geez. back. And he was so pissed. And I thought it was funny until I realized how much I had negatively affected mm. his life. So, you know, but usually it's pretty fun. Sounds like it. I, I think I'll still prefer to be that person who just gathers up the drunk people at the end of the night when we all go out. It's better to be that person. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just have to not be because, oh my God, drunk crying girls are just the worst. Oh, yeah. Oh, I can't deal with that. Yeah. I can't. There were times in college I almost like left this one girl twice because like she would do the, you know, oh, no one dance with me, and run off as we were like getting into the taxi. Like, I should go get her. I don't want to, but we have to. Yeah, there's a weird responsibility. Usually, like, w was she going off with, like a guy or something? No, she oh, would okay. just like do the you know crying, overly dramatic, like running down the street, shoes in hand. Oh, oh, okay, okay, yeah, man. And drunk girls, like they, they're very volatile. Oh yeah, they're very volatile. I had a friend who was a bouncer in college, mm -hmm. and he was, uh, and it wasn't at the best club in in the area, but mm -hmm. you know, it wasn't the worst one either. And he's like, you know, I had no problem with the guys <laughs> who got belligerent. It was the chicks. They scared the crap out of me. This kid was like six five, and like just, you know, very yeah, very built. He was a football player in high school, and and he was a bouncer. Yeah. Okay. And he's like, I was always terrified of the girls who had to get kicked out because they have nails and they have like no rules when they it comes to like just going at you. Oh yeah, yeah. Because a guy you know basically always going to come at you. He's going to charge you. Yep. He'll try to punch you. Uh, you know, maybe headbutt at worst. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe. But girls, yeah. There, there's no rule. They're, nope. they, and and look, like I mean, the I got attacked once. Uh, by well, actually, ah, it's, attacked isn't the right word for it. But so I was in college, and I I I I, I had a pitcher of beer, mm -hmm. and I was going to uh, 
go, I don't know where I was going. I was taking it over to my friends or whatever. And uh, this girl bumps into me. And so some of the beer spills out of the pitcher and onto her. She's like, you're going to spill beer on me? You're going to spill beer on oh, me. God. She starts throwing her drink at me. She's like, I'll spill beer on you. I'll spill beer on you. And I was like, whoa, whoa. Uh, I wasn't trying to. And this giant dude just comes over, just wants to be Mr. Mr. Comes in to save the day. Because yes. he didn't hear the situation or whatever. He wants to, you know, win this girl. And he's like, you you messing with this, you messing with this, this young lady here? Seriously, man? Seriously? She's like, yeah, throw beer on me. And she's literally throwing beer in my face. Mm-hmm. He's like, dude, you need to get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here, man. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. And then the, her, her girlfriend comes over, get out. Get out! She starts screaming at me. And I'm 19, and I'm scared as shit. I don't know what's happening. And uh, I was just like, uh, it was like one of those things. Like I was like, what did I do wrong? And I was like, I was really like... Nothing. I know, I know. You happened to be walking past her. That's what you did wrong. Yeah, yeah. She was, but she was so drunk. She was screaming, and it looked like she was ready. And this dude was ready to pound Mm. me. This dude was seriously ready to pound me. Like, you throwing beer on this girl? Really, you're gonna come in here and throw beer on a female? Oh, that's real cool, dude. Real cool. Yeah, man. You need to get out of here. You need to move it. Great. And I was like, uh, and like my friends weren't anywhere around to defend me, cause I, and I was just like, um, uh, I'm just gonna go in the hallway and cry. <laughs> it's probably the best option. Yeah. It's like the you know you show your belly, you're you're submissive, you're sorry. Don't hurt me. I'm playing dead. <laughs> no, the girls like that. They carry a lot of rage around all day, and there's no real appropriate way for them to get rid of it other than Mm -hmm. just getting wasted and screaming at people yeah she was like a drunk college girl and uh i mean like i can't hold anything against her she i mean like honestly she wasn't thinking straight i'll give her a pass because she was young and uh you know Eh, i think the last time someone spilled beer on me i made him buy my friends and i shots there you go yeah and it wasn't like a hey you need to like i just he happened to like you know toss it backward because he was shit-faced it got all over me i was just like I just stood there and looked at him until he turned around. Right. And then when he looked at me, I just kind of, you know, shook some of the beer off. Oh, God, did I get? Yes, you did. How can you can buy us shots? Just like that. Yeah. Just be reasonable. You ever meet a guy in a, in a bar? Uh, That I actually like dated for a while? No. Not even like took home for the night. Not even took home for no. the night. That seems like a good way to get an STD or get murdered. Um, yeah, that whole, yeah, that whole murdered thing, I guess, is a big concern for girls Mm -hmm. because sometimes girls get murdered. They do. But guys get murdered, too. Not usually by girls. But honestly, if you were going to lead a lamb to slaughter, it'd be way easier to get a guy home and just just slice him up. It'd be so much easier. Absolutely. Perfect target, you know, for like. Yep. I mean, all you really have to do is, like, you know, if you bring him into the living room, wherever you're going to do it, just have, like, have, like, a piece of underwear and, like, you know, so he can be looking at that and not even paying attention. <laughs> yep. That's it. Face over the head. Wallet gone. Dump him in an alley somewhere. Yep. And who's going to believe a woman did it? Yep. Or, um, if you, if you, and I know they do this in other countries, mm. this, like, girl who acts, or maybe she's a prostitute, she get a guy into a room, and then the Pimp comes out, just shakes him down. Mm. Get out of here. This you, giant dude. Just or you get can out of steal here their organs. You could do that. Yep. That was actually a joke that a guy I dated uh, from Tinder and I had because uh, we we went out to dinner like near my apartment. Mm-hmm. And afterward, uh, neither of us wanted to pay for like more drinks at the bar. I'm like, I have liquor at my house. So we're sitting there and he's like, are you going to steal my kidney? <laughs> I didn't buy enough ice to fill my bathtub. Otherwise, definitely. Where are you going to keep all that ice? Freezer's only yeah. so big. Exactly. Yeah. Unless you had an actual, like, 
like meat freezer or whatever. I have a studio apartment. I I don't I can't have a chest freezer. Yeah, yeah. But that would actually be the easiest way to. It would. You ever seen time. the movie Bernie? Mm -mm. Oh, it's so good. Jack Black plays. It's a true story. Jack Black plays this little like um, it's like um, kind of like a. He's a funeral director. Mm -hmm. Everyone loves him. And oh wait, all... I did see it, but yes. I, I'm not recalling all of the other parts. But I, I'm recalling that Jack Black was amazing in it. Yeah, yeah, and he ends up. This old woman just befriends him, but then she just like takes over his life. Yeah. And then he ends up just snapping and shooting her. Mm -hmm. Just throwing her in a little meat freezer and just like returning everyone's calls for her. Oh, she's out of town for like five months she's sitting in a freezer in her own house and then he's like using all her money for great things around the community of course and he's just like oh the ymca could use a new you know uh softball like uh, field or whatever you a know gift from yeah and he's just doing all these amazing things and then after they arrest him they take all the money back from the community oh, no. and all these Come things on. i know poor jack black's character yeah just... he's one of my favorites so he really is so I recently saw, um, have you ever heard of the performer Voltaire? Voltaire. Wait a second. Isn't he a, uh, isn't he like a... Um... Gothy type guy? Like he he pretty much does like the Jack Black except gothic. Like he has the acoustic guitar and he does these songs and they're hilarious. Okay. Because um, there's a Voltaire who's like a, uh, uh, he's, uh, like what, like an Aristotle type, you know? No, that not the poet. Poet, um... Yeah. Um, okay. So this is a. He's a performing artist, and he was like just at the fuse box a few months ago at this point. Okay. But yeah, he was really good. But he does like the whole like hilarious songs, Jack Black style. Okay. So I'm not quite sure if he's actually just trolling the goth community because mm -hmm. um, you know you have these people who are otherwise you know they they have the cure type makeup on and they're you know looking very dark and dangerous, but then they're dancing along and seem to like this relatively upbeat song. <laughs> huh. All right. Well. Send me a link. I will. I'll check it out. All right. So what's the weirdest Tinder date you've ever been on? Or oh. either weirdest or worst? Weirdest or worst. Okay. Um, I, I, there's one that comes to mind. Okay. There was this uh, really, really cute, uh, like, she's like a San Diego girl, like, uh, in Virginia. Mm -hmm. And uh, I matched with her. And I wasn't getting too far with her. And I can't remember one night I just like said something like just silly. I was like, uh, if you go on a date, I'll pay you in jelly beans or something like that. And um, she's like, oh, OK, well, you know, I can't remember what was said. But basically she was like, well, you know what? Bring me the jelly beans first. And I was like, uh, well, I, how am I, how am I going to bring them to you? She's like, here's my address. And I was like, challenge accepted. And I went to go find it and it was like, three weeks after Easter and all the jelly beans were gone. Oh no. So what I did was I got a jelly belly, uh, like snow cone maker. It was like 20 bucks. And, uh, you know, like what bottle of like the syrup mm -hmm. and I just dropped them off on her, um, on her porch, <laughs> took off. And, uh, the next day, apparently her car had broken down. She's on her way home. She had to walk home the rest of the way oh, and she found that on her porch and she's like, I didn't think you were actually going to do it. It was a nice surprise. It was great. Oh. And I was like, uh, okay. So let's talk date. And she's like, all right, how about we do this? Go to a movie, whatever. And I was like, great. So I pick her up and yeah, she's super cute, super fun, super nice. And then I made some comment because she said, uh, cause she was like, I don't know. She was like, she was like my age at the time. So like 27, 28, mm -hmm. she made some comment about, um, having, you know, a boyfriend who was like 19 before that. And I was like, you went out with a 19 year old dude. 
And she's like, yeah, it was actually really cool. I was like, oh, no, it's uh, that's fine. It's just... Uh, that's dating a baby. That's kind of what I felt. And I was like... Uh, I mean, like, I, I, I didn't mean to, like, it was just immediately, like, my reaction came out kind of like, what? You did what? And, like, and everything was going good up to that point. And then uh, I, could t- I could tell everything shifted at that point. And we just went and saw the movie. Uh, it's the one with the, uh, the robot, the woman who's a robot. Uh, there, there have been a lot of those lately. Mm. Um, it's a really good movie, though. Okay. Sounds like it. It's actually really good. Surprisingly good. Very memorable. Not the title, but the movie. Yeah, yeah. Who? who oh, was... Ex Machina. Okay. Ex Machina. That's what it was. I've been meaning to see that. Oh my god, it's so good. That was the best part of the date. Was just watching the movie. Sounds it was like it. So good. But we got out of there, and uh, it was one of those things like she just stopped responding to me after that, and it was like super awkward, hmm. super awkward. And we walked back to her place, or we I drove her back to her place. Dropped her off, little awkward hug goodbye, and then uh, she just uh, ghosted me. Mm. No, no, she gave me. She replied to one message. Yeah, I did have fun tonight, huh? And uh, unmatched after that, or yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, but that was it. And I was like, uh, fucking blew that one, huh? But that's some of the fun. Like, I honestly kind of like blown dates. I kind of do. Like, there's a weird guilty pleasure there for me because it's like, well, it didn't work out. But then it wasn't meant to work out. Yeah. So it's a learning experience and it was fun. And, uh, you know, Why on not? to the next one, you know? Ooh. Yep. Get swiping. Because who dates person to person anymore? When was the last time you dated someone who you met in person? It was back in like mid July. Okay. And this was probably like, I don't really have a horrible Tinder date story. This is a, but probably the worst dating story that I've had Ooh. in a long time. So Details. All right. So I hope this isn't actually going to go on the air because um, I'm afraid people locally might hear it and get offended. Or, Why? You know, if, he heard, if he hears it, I wouldn't want him to like have his Just feelings Just don't hurt. use his name. All right. So this person, we had been uh, meeting once in a while, like in this uh, particular club. Okay. We've been flirting on and off and finally like one night we were talking. And uh, the last time we had talked, he had said, yeah, you know, my girlfriend and I just broke up. Mm-hmm. And I had just gotten out of my marriage. So I was like, hey, we're both single. We should, like, do this. And he's like, well, so my girlfriend and I are trying an open relationship thing mm-hmm. because, you know, she still lives, like, we still live together and she can't move out yet. So we're trying this. Okay. And uh, we go out on, like, one date. It went okay. Um, apparently, he told his girlfriend that we had sex. Um, and she got, you know, because we were- Wait, did you? No. <gasps> I mean, we, we fooled around and everything. Okay. And, um, I was very disappointed to find out that he had a micropenis. So, like, that Wait was Wait like, a second. Yeah. You're going to have to elaborate on that one because this just got real juicy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yes, you know, not quite sex, but almost sex. Uh, was it impossible physically? It may have been. We didn't even try. Well, let's talk about the micropenis because I don't know that much. I only hear it's embarrassingly small, but I don't know how small that that would be. I tried to block it out of my mind, like... <laughs> it's like a traumatic childhood experience. Yeah, like, it definitely wasn't, like, a full finger's length, like... And she's... Okay, so you're holding up your index finger. Yes. So like, that's looking like the two last inches. Two knuckles. <gasps> I think that was it. I feel bad. It, that's really bad. You can't bad help it. it. That, I know. That, those dudes can't help it. I felt bad for judging him, but I did. You can't help it. And then it. I stopped feeling bad once I found out why he, like, he told his girlfriend that we had sex, and she got all upset. 
He's just trying to make her jealous, probably. Probably. But, you know, um, she apparently, like, went to one of my friends and was like, I don't even know who this chick is. And she's, like, fucking my boyfriend. Yeah, we have an open relationship, but I'm not really cool with it. I'm just going along with it because I still live there. But you can't agree with that and then, like, get mad when it happens or quote-unquote happens. The point is he was not, as it turns out, a very nice person. It doesn't sound like it. And then he tried flirting with me, like, while his girlfriend was, like, you know, watching us in the bar. And I'd had a little too much to drink that night, so I think... From what my friend says, I was scolding him because I don't think I was being that mean. You're scolding him? Yes. Just, you know, obviously. What does the scolding from Megara sound like? From just. I know Meg. I know. I just like to say Megara. And it's actually. It would be Megara. Like in the movie Hercules, that character. Megara. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Megara. You you, you say it really weird, actually. Megara. I I don't like that. It sounds sounds like foreign, exotic. Mm, I prefer the just Megara. Megara. As long as it's not Megan, I'm okay with that. All right, Meg. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about? Well, you are talking about scolding like? um, a gentleman with a micro penis. Again, I don't think that I was being all that mean. Um, okay. Basically, I explained to him, like, I'm not interested in seeing you again or really remaining friends. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to talk to your girlfriend about, you know, what what your agreement is. Maybe you should go talk to her right now because she's right over there. Yeah. Okay. That's... That's weird. Yeah. But that was like the worst date experience I've ever had. That doesn't sound fun. No. The open relationship thing I think has potential, but uh, yeah, you got to be really upfront about it. Well, it can't be like the saving grace for a relationship that is clearly supposed to be ending anyway. That's my thing. Like a lot of people Mm. that I know who are in open relationships that make it work. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, they start dating. They're like, hey, you know, you're nice, but I don't want to just fuck you. Okay. Yeah. Sure. And, like, they're agreed upon rules, and, like, they have to communicate a lot, and it's not... It, it probably takes a lot of work. I'd imagine. I'd imagine it would. Yeah, I mean, I'm not exclusive, just because uh, my last relationship was pretty, pretty, pretty bad. Oh. And uh, it was just one of those things where we definitely shouldn't have committed as early as we did. Mm-hmm. So I kind of very cautious cautious about jumping into something like that understandable um, yeah i'm not looking for anything exclusive either because yeah. like i said i just got out of a marriage and that was like a 12-year relationship married for six how was the divorce um it was amicable like yeah know, we don't we don't have kids um you know i wasn't gonna go after him for like you know any serious money or the house or anything like that yeah so it was really yeah okay good I mean, for thank you that's decent yeah i like, respect that the night that i left i actually like made him dinner Wait until he finished. And I was like, look, you know, we've been having these issues. We've been doing counseling and I'm, I'm done. No more. Game over. All right. Yeah. Well, that's the nice thing, though. You can cut ties, though, right? Like, when was the last time? Wait, when did you when did you get out of the marriage? Uh, I officially left the house in, like, early June. Uh, we've, like, both signed the paperwork and, like, just waiting for the judge to sign off. Oh, so it's not official official. In my mind, it's official. So There's... if we hooked up, it'd be adultery, technically. I guess so. Yes! All right. Is that like another checkbox for you? Or? No, I've done it. Okay. But uh, <laughs> but it's, you know, it's always that whole thing. Like, like, and I felt really bad about that one. This one wasn't Tinder. Mm-hmm. This one was just, uh, was just a regrettable series of actions. She was on house arrest and her boyfriend, her husband, was in jail. Oh. I know. Really bad, right? Yeah. 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 But, but you totally took advantage of that situation. I didn't. Like... She took advantage of... Oh. Yeah, she kept having me come over. Mm. And uh, and I was seriously just hanging out with her for the longest time. And then she kind of... She basically hinted around, made a couple moves. And I was like, uh, all right. I mean, sure. 
and uh and then she she got me super drunk drunk and uh it happened and then uh i woke up and 80 dollars was missing out of my wallet <laughs> i mean she was on house arrest you know yeah, but so it's you not that kind of where it would go but i didn't know that was gonna happen i didn't know i was gonna get robbed she's a co-worker I was giving her rides home from work because she's on a house arrest. She could just work and go home. She sounds like a quality kind of person. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When somebody's when somebody's nostrils are actually collapsing from years. Of cocaine. And whatever she yeah. could put up. She, this girl would have snorted an aspirin oh, if, you, if she had a headache. You know, like that's how she took. That's how any pill you gave her was going to be crushed up. And it was going to be snorted. Well, it is absorbed more quickly that way. But, I mean, and you have to to stay in practice. I mean, her nostrils were actually physically, you could see they, like, looked like they were caving in. She had all sorts, like, she was just a, she was a hot mess. And, uh, and uh, I did it, and I could have prevented it. I could have not done it, but I did it. And uh, I regret it immensely. Uh, Immensely. Yeah. Uh, It was one of the things, like, okay, so her husband's in jail. He won't be in eight months. Let's hope she can keep a secret. I feel like she's the kind of person who will keep a secret about Until something she, they're like in this. a fight. Yeah, Is but I... Is at least, like, far away? Are they far away from you now? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Way far away. But, uh, yeah, I definitely wasn't the only person. So, honestly, if this dude was going to come after anyone, I mean, he might come after me, but I wouldn't be first on the list. Well, that's... Assuming it's a long list to work down, I think you're okay. I imagine it's a long list, just knowing her. I don't know mm. for a fact... I'm just, it's a complete conjecture. But uh, that was a, yeah, man, that was not a, that was, I didn't feel good about myself. (laughs) Yeah. um, I mean, that almost like sounds like what, not quite rape, but almost rape. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Throwing around the arm. She got drunk, right? She She definitely did. Yeah. Yeah. She bought a six pack and she didn't drink. And Mm. she was just like, you know, maybe have a few drinks, loosen up. And I was like, uh, okay. She put on a dirty video, which, what girl does that? Someone who's trying to get you in bed. Yeah, mm. only happened once, and uh, and then I woke up and there was money missing. Mm. And she has this whole story. She's, I guess I know, your nose is caving. I imagine you're a drug addict on some level, but uh, yeah, she just uh, she took eighty dollars out of my wallet. That's that's brazen. It's bold, right? Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna rob anyone, rob them at their place and then leave. Uh, she was on house arrest. She couldn't. Yeah. So. <laughs> She's very limited in her ways that she could uh, take advantage of men financially and physically from what it sounds like but she did okay there on both fronts yeah yeah she won that round yeah everyone has to win at something that's true that's true but they're still like her her i i saw her and her husband working at a diner a couple years later Mm. and it was super awkward because her husband was behind the thing making food and she's the waitress and we went up to the counter and i was with my buddies and he knows her very well too Mm -hmm. and we just like look up we're like Hey! You. What's up? <laughs> Good to see you. Yeah. Oh. Yikes. <laughs> so we're going to sit over here. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got out of there. And the boyfriend, or husband, kept uh, shooting glances over. And uh, I feel like it was just one of those things where it was just jealous suspicion. Mm-hmm. I don't think he knew anything, but... I think he had a feeling. Yikes. I think he could read the situation a little bit. Yeah, like he didn't poison your food. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't very smart. I mean, obviously, but, you know. I mean, it was just one of those things where it's like, well, man, I mean, don't get locked up then. Mm. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I mean, 
Yeah. Like, was he in prison and she was on house arrest for, like, the same kind of crime? Like, did they get arrested together? Or no, was he was selling two? drugs and she was, it was second or third DUI. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, so it wasn't even, like, the same crime. They they were Mm-mm. just special people. They're just, uh, yeah, just now completely different uh, types of criminals. Hmm. Well, I mean, he was selling drugs and she was driving while on drugs, so whatever. It's over. But that was my adultery story. All right. Do you have one? Uh, no. Good. That's right. That's right. Absolutely not. Gotcha. Um, but so, what, uh, I'm trying to think where, so I share, I bore my soul there, and you didn't. So I mm. think it's your turn to, uh, pose what? a question to me. Hmm. I mean, usually the, the weird or horrible Tinder date question is usually like the one that will take up the rest of the date. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well. How long have you been on Tinder? Like, is it sounds like you've been on it for a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, off and on, you okay. know. I mean, it's just one of those things. Like, sometimes I'll go through I'll go through stretches where it's like, ah, but I'll, you know, like just swipe, swipe, swipe. And then sometimes it'll be like, it'll be a week before I, you know, even open the app, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just whatever I feel like, you know. That seems to be how the app works, though. Like, I don't understand people who can use it literally every day. Yeah. Like, that's just an addiction at that point. A lot of people it is, though. I mean, honestly, like, let's be honest. Swiping left, and be like, nah, there's something, there's something that's a little, I'm not going to say it feels good, but it's a little, I feel like it's a little satisfying. It is. You know, Um, it's a dark, you know, dirty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. Sure. I mean, but what you said about, you know, some guys just like swipe right and then once in a while swipe left, it's like the exact opposite for chicks. I know. That's my favorite thing is watching girls swipe. I love seeing it because it's so, yeah, it's just. And it really does turn you into a horrible person. Like it (laughs) immediately made me like so objective. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But then again, guys on Tinder, they have just, you guys, most of them don't know how to take pictures correctly. Like there are so many uh, selfies like from the chin like up like you know it's looking up at them so even if they don't have a double chin they look like just a weirdo (laughs) uh yeah yeah no i actually really did like your pictures you got one with your when you're on a horse Mm -hmm. riding through the pond um you got a couple goofy ones in there too i like that i'll honestly if you if you if i can see that you're playful like that's that's a that's a big that's a big that's a big turn on you know it's like okay so she's not just like Scott, my friends, go yeah. drinking and like I don't know, study. I'm gonna On be. Thursdays we were at Pink. Yeah, exactly. At you know, Phi Delta Kappa or whatever, you know. Oh, I was never even in a sorority. I didn't need. I didn't feel the need to buy friends in college. Oh my god, me me neither. Cool. I'm, I don't feel it better than anybody who who was in a fraternity because I kind of understand the camaraderie mm-hmm. thing. Well, you were in the Navy. I mean, you had that. Yeah, there's a brotherhood there. Yeah. But like, but even when I was in college before the Navy, mm. you know, it was one of those things where it's like. I just don't want to be one of those people. No. It's like, I'm going to join this club because then I'll have a bunch of friends. And then they'll all like me and accept yes. me. After they torture me for several weeks during Exactly. Week. And then I can torture people later and Yay. they can become my friends. Seems like a great way to spend my time. But, no, I get a lot of compliments actually on the wine monster picture. Like the one of... Oh, oh, oh you're going to check me, your phone? Let me, uh, let me take a look at this. So, uh, the wine monster picture. So... Oh, is this okay? Yep. You're drinking wine out of a beer mug, aren't well, you? Well, it's um, oh no, it's mulled wine. So oh it's okay. Like, yeah. Yeah, I like this. I like this. You're making a goofy face. Mm-hmm. 
like a ah kind of face. You got your hand up in a claw. You're holding uh, the mulled wine in the other hand, and you're uh, all dressed up because I was playing arm candy that night. You were playing what? Arm candy. Like it oh, was a, it was a lawyer function. Okay. I was there. Hmm. Very official. Yes. Yeah, so I was. I behaved myself for several hours, and then I got bored. So I was like, you know what? We're gonna cut loose a little bit. <laughs> I can't. I can't just have like the the Melania Trump smile on anymore. This is horrible. Yeah. Oh, you did say something about Trump in here, right? Oh, yeah. What's that? Uh, fuck Trump. I don't think anybody really likes Trump. No. But, I mean, but what's it, the need to put it on there, though? Um, Out of curiosity, because I see it a lot. I'm, I'm just curious. I want to see know where that comes from. I matched with a couple of pro-Trump people initially, mm-hmm. and it just got horrible. Like, that actually, my first... Oh, you guys actually, like, talked politics? Well, my first Tinder date ever... Ever? When was that? Uh, let's see, mid-July. Oh, you just got on because you uh, got out yeah. of there? Okay, okay, so you're newer to the thing. Yeah, and I'd never actually, like, I I had been, like, in a serious relationship when internet dating first became a thing, so I'm like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Let's see what happens. Sure. Um, it's actually really easy to get into, as it turns out, but um, I don't even, we weren't even talking about politics, but this guy was like, you know, I don't think Trump's as bad of a president as everyone makes him out to be. And we'd been, there were, like, two drinks in at that point, so I'm just... Explain, how is he not such a bad president? Secretary of State just called him a fucking moron. Yeah. No, secretary, is it? No. No. Um, yeah, Secretary of State. Se- oh, yeah, okay. He's called him a fucking moron. Yep. When have you ever heard of that happening? Uh, I mean, I know that Louis Armstrong called Nixon a fucking moron. Well, I mean, plenty of people have called the president. But, yeah. like, the guy you appointed as Secretary of State? But I'm not sure if that's just, you know, because have you ever been, like, in a boardroom, like, with executives are talking with each other? Like, it can get All the pretty time. vicious. All the time. Yeah. In boardrooms, oh, yeah. executives, like- account, yep. uh, people, uh, you know, all the, you know, top brass uh, and whatnot, obviously. Yes. Obviously. Mm, very important person yes. here. Yes. Um, but, no, like, they, they do just kind of, like, go off and, like, call each other fucking morons really? once in a while. So I'm wondering if this is just, like, some, you know, corporate America stuff bleeding over into our usually more polite politics. Maybe. I mean, it's a completely different administration than we've ever seen. But, like, honestly, I don't vote. I don't believe in it. Oh, that's too bad. Why? Well, because, you know, it's the best part of being an American. That's what everyone says. Mm. But the thing is, it doesn't really matter. I mean, like, local politics, if there's, like, a local politician that I like, and I really think that they're, they're going to do good things for the community and, like, get the potholes fixed, like, then I'll turn, right. I'll turn out. But, like, honestly, like, giant elections, they don't matter. I mean, I guess you do get a pass since you did serve our country after all, so... Well, and, and but the thing is, also, I'm a journalist. Mm. And I, I put some thought into it, and voting would bias me. There's no way it couldn't. Even if, even if I would say that it wouldn't, mm-hmm. if I put my ballot in for this guy or this woman... You would I would I would lean towards them. So I feel much more comfortable... Right, being objective. If I just don't vote, I'll I'll take that answer. For Does now. that work? Yeah, sure. Okay. A lot of a lot of people give me grief for it, but honestly, if I really thought that my vote was going to sway an election, and I'm not advocating against voting, but for me, mm-hmm. it takes a lot of pressure off me to not have to, yeah, not be like, oh, wait a second, this story's pro this or anti this. No. I should be uh, completely unbiased as a journalist. I, mean, I should be. Unfortunately, also a person. So I'm guessing you do have like some. I have opinions. Biases. Yeah, I have opinions. Yeah, and there are biases. But I feel like, as far as candidates go, it helps me. And look, there's always going to be bias. Well, yeah. You're always going to have that. But it helps me not be as biased. And I get shit all the time. 
Very few people agree with me on that. But it's the way I feel, and it works for me. I mean, there, it's at least an actual reason that you have for not voting. Most people I know who say I don't vote, they just like, well, I don't want to. Uh-oh. Wait. Sorry, faux pas again. That's my Kindle Fire. I didn't think that that... I didn't know the Kindle Fires made noise. If you set an alarm on them, um, they do. Is that... What time has it been? Oh, it's not... Oh, we've been we've been recording for an hour ten. Holy shit. All right, so actually, that's... I've got 1% left. 1% left. It actually was about to die. <laughs> Did it... Oh, now it's at 0%. So... No more alarm. All right, then. Well, I think we probably should wrap this up, then. Yeah. I don't want to go too long. I could talk a lot longer, though. So we've, had a good, we've had a good conversation. This has actually been, like, the funnest first Tinder date ever. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's so good to hear. Okay. I felt like it's... I feel a lot... I can be a lot more candid in front of this, you know? <laughs> in front of a microphone. Who knew? I, it works for me. I don't know why. I just get in front of a microphone, like, hey, what's going on? And you, you do know, have whatever. a voice for radio. Do I really? Mm -hmm. Stop it. You're just saying that. I'm not. Have, for an entire lifetime of like being in a radio station, like I know who sounds good on the radio and who doesn't. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. I really try not to sound fake because it's really not to, hard not to do the hey coming at you here W E A B bad. We got three, we got three long hours of rock coming at you. With you know, five minute commercial breaks every ten minutes. Every ten minutes, Woo. but not here because this is a great company. It is. They don't do that. Not at all. No, they they actually they they try to do better. The app actually, I will say that. Have you? I don't actually. Um, it's good enough. All right. For the money, you're definitely you're you're definitely going to get the most for your money because it's actually pretty inexpensive, versus like Spotify or something like yeah. that. And it's not as good as Spotify, <laughs> but like for the money, you're definitely it's definitely good enough. Like right. it's definitely more bang for your buck. I'll take it. They. I'll try it out. I mean, why not? I'll look into I, it. And I'm serious. I'm. I, this is honest. Um. I, I honestly like didn't listen to it for a long time. And I'm like, I work here, I should listen to it. Mm -hmm. And it's pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. For the money, it's way good. Absolutely. It's the best bang for your buck I found of any subscription radio. Awesome. No, but you should definitely try to emulate the, like the NPR correspondence, not the oh. morning DJ. Okay, okay. Um so it'd be more like uh Hi. Hey there. Uh this is Terry Gross. We We've got uh, fresh air coming up, and also a long block of African drum solos. Which I just find to be so heartening and uplifting. The, you can hear their culture coming through, can't you? Now, when you, when you first got into African drumming, did you think that it was going to go this far? or Absolutely. No, I've been listening to her literally my entire <laughs> life. Hi, Terry Gross here. Yeah. Yeah, she's great, isn't she? Yes. I do enjoy her, but it is funny that... That whole yes, you know, like it's just so it's so smooth. It's it doesn't it's different. Contemplative and <laughs> enlightened, not not overly excited. No, no, not excited at all. Very neutral. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I think we should wrap yeah, this up. Absolutely. All right. Well, it was a lot of fun. Thanks for coming in and recording with me. Oh, thanks for recording. Yeah. Yeah. You were a little hesitant at first. I was. Yeah. Glad but, I did it, though. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's fun. This is like any socializing thing, though. Like, I always hate, like, actually getting ready and going out. But once I'm out, I have fun. Yeah, exactly. See, that's why um, I don't – I actually did invite a girl a few months ago to, like, come in and do a recording thing. And she's like, no, she got all intimidated and scared, and she she backed out. So I figured meet on the date, mm -hmm. you know, put it to you if you'd yep. like to. And then usually when you get here, it's it's honestly a lot of fun. Yeah. But you need to get to work, it sounds like. So. What time is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs>
Goodbye. Bye. Look, if you had one shot or one opportunity to seize everything you ever wanted in one moment, would you capture it or just let it slip? Yo. His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy There's vomit on his sweater already, mom's spaghetti He's nervous, but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs But he keeps on forgetting what he wrote down The whole crowd goes so loud, he opens his mouth But the words won't come out, he's choking how Everybody's joking now, the clock's run out Time's up, over, plow Snap back to reality, oh, there goes gravity Oh, there goes rabbit, he choke He's so mad, but he won't give up daddies, he knows he won't have it, he knows His whole back to these ropes It don't matter, he's dope He knows that, but he's broke He's so stagnant, he knows When he goes back to this mobile home That's when it's back to the lab again, yo This old rhapsody Better go capture this moment And hope it don't pass You better lose yourself in the music The moment you own it You better never let it go You only get one shot Do not miss your chance to blow This opportunity comes once in a lifetime You better lose yourself in the music The moment you own it You better you better never let it go. go You only get one shot Do not miss your chance to blow This opportunity comes once in a lifetime You better This soul's escaping Through this hole that is gaping This world is mine for the taking Make me king As we move toward a new world order A normal life is boring But superstardom's close to post-mortem It only grows harder Homie grows hotter He blows, it's all over These hoes is all on him Coast to coast shows He's known as the globe trotter. Lonely roads got only knows he's grown father from home he's no father he goes home and barely knows his own daughter but hold your nose cause here goes the cold water these hoes don't want him no more he's cold product they moved on to the next mo who flows he knows dove and sold nada and so the soap opera is told it unfolds i suppose it's old partner but the beat goes on that it don't that don't you better lose yourself in the music the moment you own it you better never let it go you only get one shot do not miss your Chance to blow This opportunity comes once in a lifetime You better lose yourself in the music The moment you own it You better never let it go You only get one shot Do not miss your chance to blow This opportunity comes once in a lifetime You better No more games, I'ma change what you call rage Tear this motherfucking roof off like two dogs cage I was playing in the beginning The mood all changed I've been chewed up and spit out and booed off stage But I kept rhyming and stepped right in the next cypher Best believe Somebody's paying the Pied Piper All the pain inside amplified by the Fact that I can't get by with my 9 to 5 And I can't provide the right type of life for my family Cause man, these goddamn food stamps don't buy diapers And there's no movie, there's no Mackay Pfeiffer This is my life and these times are so hard And it's getting even harder trying to feed and water my seed Plus, see the tartar caught up between being a father and a prima donna Baby mama drama screaming order too much for me to Wanna stay in one spot Another damn monotony has gotten me To the point I'm like a snail I've got to formulate a plot Or end up in jail or shot Success is my only motherfucking option Failure's not Mama love you but this trailer's got to go I cannot grow old in Salem's lot So here I go, it's my shot Feet fail me not This may be the only opportunity that I got You better lose yourself in the music The moment you own it You better never let it go You only 
get one shot, do not miss your chance to blow This opportunity comes once in a lifetime You better lose yourself in the music the moment you own it You better never let it go You only get one shot, do not miss your chance to blow This opportunity comes once in a lifetime You better You can do anything you set your mind to, man